Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed him behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Jerzynski wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Pierzynski not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner. Posebnik getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Solid contact right there. The fan. Welcome into the second hour of the hot corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that at the Les Schwab Tires podcast. Speaking of podcasts, Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow. Jump on the Instagram page at Beers on Us and you will see we've curated a interactive tasting room for you. You can go to Market of Choice. Yes, the actual place called Market of Choice. Anywhere around town, you should be able to find these beers. Pick them up. Cost you under 20 bucks, I believe, is what it cost me. And uh, you can drink and follow along with us. That'll drop tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, five five of them. Five of them. So make sure you're All not- different styles. Didn't double up on any style. And if you're drinking them with us, make sure you're uh, you know safely at home and not driving because five years in, you're going to feel a little something. A little <laughs> something. Remember, we split them all. We split them. And don't finish the cans normally. Yes. So yeah. maybe safely distancing, do it with a friend. Yes, you could do that. That yeah. is true. Yeah, but not to bring a friend in, introduce him to the podcast, him Ooh. or her. Maybe they become a listener. Maybe they like, rate, or subscribe. Yep, and uh, download because it helps. Because it helps. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Enough honk. Bear looks making a beer for us. Drink. Um, okay, <clears throat> doesn't even apply on this show, but yeah, drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to spend some time. I, I want to do this every week, and we'll do it where we need to do it. I want. I ended up saving it for the top of the segment because I thought we might go a little long on it. There's, I do want to kind of touch in on guys that are playing well over the last week and guys that kind of aren't playing the well. Not fantasy per se, but just kind of we're so excited to have baseball right now. There's just some players that I think are kind of at some must-watch at-bats right now, and I think y'all should be paying attention. Okay. You know what I mean? Who are you talking about? 
just just players in general. Like, okay. Like there's there's some guys we should be watching. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. Mike Trout has hit eight home runs since the birth of his son. Yeah, he's uh, locked in. Yes. Papa Trout. Papa Trout is Papa my Trout favorite kind of trout. Is the best trout. <laughs> Papa Trout's the best trout. Papa Trout's the best trout. I mean, he is. I've watched almost every one of those home runs mm-hmm. uh, highlights. Not watching the game live because I'm not an Angels fan. And um, dude is just perfect. It's the greatest. He's just mashing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's his swing is so violent, but so smooth at the same time. It's like this little like ha jerk motion, like ha ha, almost like Jeter. Jeter kind of had that a little bit. Like his was real tight and yep, in. But Jeter was a little. Jeter had the inside out swing, but he had the loopy kind of like batting stance. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout is just like. He starts swinging, and all of a sudden, the ball is gone. Yeah, and it's just—it's just a snap of the finger, and it's that. His swing is so cool to watch, and he just—he's just mashing opposite field, pulling the ball. <laughs> the fact that you're getting to the point where you don't have words slash crying about a guy who's a two-time MVP winner and just obviously the best guy in baseball tells you how good this guy is. He's so good. He's so good. Uh, so that Papa that's Trout it. stay forever. Papa Trout stay forever. Hopefully, he will. Uh, some other guys playing well, really well right now. Charlie Blackman, the engine that could for the for the Colorado Rockies right now. Dude. Arenado hit two bombs today. Yeah, Arenado is the best player on that team, hands down. Blackman went zero for four today, and he's still hitting four seventy two. Boom, go Charlie <laughs> Blackman. Uh, I don't know how you play baseball in the summer with that much hair, but hey, bud, you do you. In my uh, virtual baseball, as I'm playing as the Rockies, uh, I am in August, and Charlie Blackman's hitting three forty four. Nice. He's quite good. I just moved him to the three spot in my lineup, which I should have done earlier, and now he's having a bigger impact. He couple, was leading off for me. A couple other guys I want to mention kind of randomly. Matt Chapman's had himself a pretty good week, 10 RBIs, four home runs. That doesn't count whatever happened in their game today. This is not including today's if stats. If you didn't see it, there was a highlight of him in this series against the Angels. I don't remember what hitter it was that was up, so apologies. I think it was Pujols. He made a diving catch at third on a ball that was hit like 105 miles an hour. And it was like a 5-7% chance of him making the catch. He made it look easy. I mean, dude is incredible at third base. Is so Matt good. Is Matt Chapman the best third baseman in baseball? Yes. Do you know that is the third as the third A I can say that in my lifetime? Eric Chavez? Yep. There was a time before a, Eric Chavez before A-Rod before A-Rod moved to third at the end of Scotty Rowland's career, Eric Chavez was the best third baseman. I can't think of who else you'd be mentioning then. Josh Donaldson. Not when he was on the A's. He was good. Yeah, dude didn't turn into it until he was in Toronto, though. He was good. And you're talking about, like, fielding-wise? I'm Everything. I'm just yeah. saying the oh, A's. overall? The A's turn out guys. I thought, okay, I thought you meant fielding-wise. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I just like, mean, Chavez was a good fielder, but come on. No, I mean everything. Everything. Okay. The A's turn third baseman. They just do. And now there's Matt Chapman. And he's on my fantasy team. He's okay. There's the bias. So <laughs> There's well. the bias. There's the bias. Uh, a couple Phillies playing really well right now. JT Real Muto uh, in a contract year. I, I watched the game the other day, and they got the fans outside the stands with, like, the air horns and stuff. And there's just one guy with a giant sign that says, please sign JT. <laughs> <laughs> when, when the Yankees were playing the Phillies, I was watching those games. I think they had to tell them to stop. 
the guys with the air horns were air horning every time a pitch was thrown because yeah. they were listening on the radio. Yeah. And like Torres was up, and while the pitch was in the air, it's just like, <laughs> I watched it on TV. And you're like, are you they can, allowed to do that? You could hear it on TV over the fake crowd noise. Yeah. It was really loud. <laughs> well, the ump was like, dude, they're not in the stadium. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> uh, so Rio Muto's pitch, or sorry, is, is hit really well lately, as has Bryce Harper. He's got three home runs in the last week, seven RBIs. Uh, I'd like to see if this offense gets going. I'd really like to see what it could do full steam because we didn't see it last year. Yeah, and Kutch went down. Harper struggled a little bit. We're seeing it in little spurts this Reese year. Reese Hoskins took a step back. Um, it's a great offense by name, but it has not lived up to that hype yet. Mm. Harper's hitting pretty well from in the small amount that I've seen him hit this year. He's hitting a lot of bombs. Uh, yeah, JT's been hot. Didi hit a grand slam the other day. On my fantasy team. I miss you, Didi. I miss yeah, you, you so should much. miss Didi. He's great. He's my favorite. Where's he going to play on your team, though? He wouldn't. I'm just, I'm, I understand why they let him go, but I miss him because I liked him. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I, I'd love to see the Phillies full strength and like all clicking at the same time. We saved the high praise for somebody we mentioned earlier in this, in this show in the last hour, and that high praise goes to son of Fernando Tatis. Fernando Tatis Jr., the shortstop for the San Diego Padres, just, just won't stop hitting absolute bombs. My he's over nine hitting, is not working, by the way. He's not hitting bombs like Judge is hitting bombs. He's for three today. He's not hitting bombs like Judge hits bombs, but he's hitting bombs. Well, yeah, he has eight now, so he's only one behind Judge. He's had five in the last seven days, are not we, counting today. Are we FCC approved to say piss missiles? That's my new favorite uh, term towards a home run. Well, Joe... You just said it. We'll find yeah. out. <laughs> we will find out tomorrow. All right. We probably won't. Joe, we your key fob won't. isn't working. Your email <laughs> is down. And here's a $50,000 uh, payment towards Intercom <laughs> and the FCC. Tell you what, Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a piss plans. missile the other day. I'm with you, Joe. <laughs> That's that support right there. That's my quarterback. We have That's a, my teammate. Uh, we have a payment plan with an interest rate of 35%. <laughs> uh, but Fernando T- Tatis just out of this world right now, and it's so fun to watch. I mean, he's got a good personality out mm-hmm. there. He's kind of he's kind of got like that. I mean, it's his teammate, but like early Manny Machado. There's mm-hmm. a little swagger going on. I like it. Uh, Christian Yelich has hit three home runs this week. That's good because he was hitting like 090 before. After the first two weeks of the season. Figured out. You're an MVP. No one thought you wouldn't. The Brewers uh, are not that good, though. They are not that good. They've got real issues in the in this, in the the pitching category. Not just starters, yes. but relief is not great either. They've no. got a lot of issues, and it might be time to rebuild. But you got an MVP to, to do it around. Uh, real quick, touch on some guys that are just struggling. I mean, this guy struggled all year. It's not a shock. Cody Bellinger is not off to the start. They thought he would be. Remember last year when he started hitting like 370 in the first three months of the season? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say I told you so because I don't think that, but I never understood the dude. Uh, hopefully this isn't telling because he was a lot of fun to watch last year. Uh, another guy struggling, Frankie Lindor. He's kind of struggled all year. Indians hitting in general. If they don't score four runs, they lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not great, considering I've watched him lose one zero two zero two one three one three two. It's 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 not pretty. So Frankie's got to figure Jose it Ramirez out. Jose sucking it up again. Uh, better. He hit two home runs the other day in the same games. He's playing better than Frankie, but I mean, well, Ramirez last year got benched, right, for like a month. Yeah, and but he came back. But he figured it out. Sort I mean, of. in the last week, Frankie's five of twenty three with three runs and. 
one RBI. It could be worse, but that's not great. Uh, some some dudes that are just having wretched seasons right now. I don't know if you put it on the list because I was telling you earlier, Matt Boyd, Tigers. I wasn't. I haven't looked at pitchers. I'm kind of letting. I'm kind of giving pitchers free pass right now because not a ton of them have had many starts. Well, Matt Boyd has had, I want to say, four starts now, and quickly shuffling over to pitching stats. Computer, please work. He has four starts. Would you like to take a guess at what his ERA is? I have to imagine it's not good, Bob. Would you like to take a guess? I'm going to go with 679. 10.24. How are the Tigers in second place? Uh, Because they can hit. Oh, and they got a COVID break, too. So their win percentage. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Matt Boyd's game log. This is not included today, but today was not pretty either. I'll pull up today. Uh, Friday, July 24th, five innings, six hits, four earned. Wednesday, July 29th, five innings, nine hits, four earned. Friday, August 7th, 4.23 or 4.2 innings, eight hits, seven earned. And today, if I can find it, but I can't because I'm stupid. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Matt Boyd, four and two thirds, seven hits, seven earned. Oof. Last year, he was really good. He had a lot of strikeouts. This year, he's not, and he's not getting a lot of strikeouts. Oof. Uh, not pretty. My last hitters on this list, Javi Baez. And if you want to know why the Red Sox suck, it's not just their pitching. Which JD, is really bad. J.D. Martinez and Rafael Devers are hot garbage. You know who's even worse? Hmm. Andrew Benintendi. Yes. Ben Nintendi can't hit. And he didn't hit that well last year either. I believe the only person hitting on that team is Bogey. And I don't even think that's consistent either. The Red Sox are not good. Um, Joe, just for you, Dylan Bundy, 3-1 and with a 1-5-7 ERA for the Angels. Thank you. Comeback player of the year. I thought that was only supposed to happen to Mariner players when they go to new teams that they're (laughs) really good all of a sudden. Comeback player of the year. Thanks, guys. Get it. Thanks. Hey, man, your Orioles are good, dude. Tied for second in the MLB in strikeouts as well. So, <laughs> Okay, they're not good. Oh, Dylan Bundy is? Dylan Bundy is, yeah. Oh, dang, dude. 35 Ks. Who's he yeah. pitched for, the Angels? Yeah. Well, they're terrible, so don't worry about that, Joe. Can, can the Angels just be good for Mike yeah, Trout right. once? Yeah, right. Well, they got, they, 14, got they got 14 years to figure it out. So <laughs> They got Rendon, who was hitting like 090 until a week ago. Uh, what are they doing? Guys, you have the best player in baseball forever. Forever. Like, literally forever. Win. Your division sucks right now, except for the A's. Win. Yeah. But they can't. Like, literally forever. They can't. Yeah. They can't win. Oh, see you guys. All right, coming up, I got a little rant about college football. We'll get to all that next. Uh, What is this show? The Hot Quarter? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Wednesday night sports with... And stuff with Mike and Patrick. Booyah, I love it. We'll get to Who's that next. Winning? What is occurring? 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. There's some beats I could just listen to forever. Instrumental. This is one. Could just go and go and go and go. Fair foul coming up here in about 15 minutes. I'm very curious to hear your uh, college football rant. 
Uh, I mean, I kind of alluded to this a little bit to you when we saw each other earlier today. So if you live under a rock, <clears throat> you don't know that the Big Ten and Pac-12 has suspended fall football, fall sports, with an eye on the spring to try and bring them back. Now, this is nothing to do with how everything has become politicized in this country, right? Mm -hmm. Now it's like, should they play? Shouldn't they play? Is it safe? Is it not safe? Everybody's so mad about everything. This has actually nothing to do with it. I remember, and this is definitely a pat on my shoulder. I remember when we were doing this show, we're getting ready towards the opening of Major League Baseball. NBA shuts down. College basketball tournaments are shut down. Tournaments canceled. This COVID thing's a real deal. And we're kind of looking around and kind of as, as the months progress and there's no baseball and they're trying to figure it out. We're keeping eyes on Premier League and Bundesliga and Champions League and how are they going to progress and maybe they're... Things are looking good in Germany for maybe even bringing fans back in September. Yeah, yeah. Like thing, things are kind of like we look to Europe where it was hit first and kind of watched how they did it and see how we could follow it here. And it's this big breaking news the other day that Big Ten and Pac-12 have, have postponed or canceled, however you want to phrase it. And my whole thought the entire time that I heard that is I had no opinion on it because months ago I said on this, on this program, what's college football and NFL going to do? How come ESPN follows NFL like it's going to happen tomorrow? And this is what happens. It's not just about not having leadership in college football, which I know has been discussed at, at length over the last few days. I don't need to go into that, but it's the arrogance of these massive multi-billion dollar corporations, for lack of a better term, for not seeing things and not being good business owners. To have no plan, to have absolutely no plan, no thought, until all of a sudden players come together and say, hey, you don't have a plan and we're not going to play. And for them to all of a sudden be like, oh, crap, we don't have a plan. Yeah, we're not going to play is asinine. I think it is irresponsible. And if you were a Fortune 500 company, you'd go out of business. And if you think the NFL is going to play, I think you're out of your mind. Well, I will say this. And I said that in June. I was like, there's no way NFL's playing. And the NFL was just like, Lewis Riddick's on TV. Like, man, dude, who's Jadavian Clowney going to sign for? And I'm like, don't sign anybody. Well, you're just going to pay them to not play. To pause in the middle of your statement. The NFL is going to play. They're going to force it through. They're going to force their way through this. Guaranteed. You know that's true. I don't know that's true. You know it's true. It's I don't know that's true because when. Because baseball's forcing their way through it. Because when the SEC starts, baseball, these, these guys, unless you're in the unless you're in the A's Astros brawl, these guys aren't spitting on each other and sweating on each other every 30 seconds. Yeah, but they're all in dugouts and clubhouses and not truly following all the protocols. So I don't know, man. I think I think you're gonna watch I think you're gonna watch SEC and ACC football and Big Twelve football shut down in like three weeks. The NFL is gonna go, oh crap, and they're gonna try it, and then they're gonna shut down in three weeks. And I hate to say it, but I told you so. You have to be planning for this. I w what I will say is this: I agreed with you a couple months ago. Uh, I agree about college football. I don't see how college football is gonna work. Uh, a, it's kids, and clearly they're all idiots at this point. 
um, because they're they don't they think they're invincible, right? I don't think the NFL is full of a bunch of smart people either. But here's here's the thing. Here's what's caused me to change. We are now at 20 games. We're a third of the way through the MLB season. Correct. We've had two outbreaks. One was in day three. One was in day six. Right. Since then, no issues. Right. It was people a got, people got the memo. People got the memo to stop messing up, except for Zach Plezak and Mike Clevenger. And um, I think it's going to work. I really do. I, I mean, obviously, everything can change very quickly. Obviously, if there's a massive outbreak on three teams, then yeah, my opinion is moot and everything's different. But so far, so good, right? Maybe maybe not so good. So far. So acceptable. So not as bad as we thought it would be. (laughs) So the NFL is not a great sport for social distancing, clearly. Yep. Line of scrimmage, tackling, et cetera. Um, If they keep up with the testing, I think they can do what baseball's doing. They will have players who test positive, guaranteed. But I think they'll be able to do what baseball's doing. Now, I don't know if they'll be able to finish the season. We don't know. I mean, that's still... We're still a month away from even the NFL starting, right? And then we're talking about, well, we don't know what the fall is going to look like. And, you know, we all talked about the second wave, but we haven't even, like, we've forgotten about that, right? And, like, they were talking about fall and November being a bad time. Anything can happen and change. But if it's going like it's going right now, I'm going to use baseball as an example as a sport that had some hiccups. It wasn't great. We judged them harshly for it. But right now, it's going okay. So I feel like the NFL is going to be able to do the same thing. College, I'm not sure about at all. I mean, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling, I think, is the correct move. Sure, me too. I think there's too many variables when you're talking about college kids who are not paid to do this, who are uh, not in an, in a league with an, uh, an overriding committee making all these decisions. It's separate conferences and separate schools with separate rules and separate expectations and, you know, oh, we'll do anything to win kind of mentalities and stuff like that. I think college football is a disaster waiting to happen. Well, yeah, yeah, especially like, you know. In the SEC. Um, Yeah, yeah. But I think think the NFL. If Joe Burrow tests positive for COVID-19 and you you got Bama on the road this week, you're like, yeah, he's clean. Yeah, he's good. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Coach O is not going to tell the truth. Yeah. Um, He's he's, he's good. But I think the NFL is different because it's actually a league that has its one body governing it. You know what I mean? So I don't how, know. How I mean, many, I, it could fail. It could be terrible. I could be completely wrong. But based on baseball, I think NFL will will be able to do it. And just to take that baseball comparison, well, it is true. They're all playing in their own cities, home cities and teams and clubhouse and sharing all that. Take that number of people in the clubhouse and times that about three or four. That's exactly what I was going to say. How many people do you think make up? We're watching Padres Dodgers right now on TV. Okay. How many people do you think make up on a road game? How many people go with the Dodgers? They're in LA, but let's pretend they're in San Diego. How many people go to San Diego as a part of the Dodgers affiliation? Roughly, roughly. 4550 4550 cool there are more players on an NFL roster than that now yeah. you're going to add all the coaching staff the trainers the is the GM going to go probably is social media staff social media staff like you're looking at, you're looking at upwards to like 150 people 
traveling. And all it takes is one of them. Mm -hmm. The athletic trainer catches it, and he was working with the whole offensive line that week. What do you you do? You can throw running backs out there to block? Look, I'm not saying what you're saying is false. In fact, you're probably right. The whole point that I'm getting at. The way I think about it is more in the way you're thinking about it. But for some reason, I don't know why, I just have this feeling that because baseball is doing what it's doing, the NFL will be able to find a way to make it work. The whole point of the conversation, for, for on my end, I will say, is I don't think they have a plan. No, they don't. And I think it's going to backfire and bite them in the ass just like it did college football. Right now their plan is, uh, well, we're playing. Yeah, their plan is we're playing. We'll have tests every day, and if you uh, test I positive. Even, I don't think it's every day. You know? Every well, day in the beginning. Okay, cool. Perfect. Well, baseball's Excellent. not doing everyday testing either. So. Well, I know. I mean, that's ridiculous, too. I mean, you're only, you know, the NFL is only an $11 billion industry. I want to say that uh, Andrew Whitworth, uh, lineman for the Rams, he was on call today, and he said on call that they do get tested every day. Yeah, they're doing daily testing until a certain date. <laughs> yeah. Convenient, um, you know? But I that's a whole other social issue. Well, I've heard like, that wait, too much so- testing is a bad thing. Right. We need to test less. Read the manuals, read the books. Well, if you test less, you have less positives. Right, right. So that's why we have to test less. Um, Facts. Science. That is a greater social problem of all of these athletes can get as many tests as they want, and we are like, And I can't go get one. I get it. Can I get a test? Do you have symptoms? No? Well, no, you can't get a test. Yeah. Whole new social issue. That's a scary conversation. Yeah. But I just, the whole point that I'm getting at is the arrogance will be their downfall. Like Major League Baseball, they went through that period where they were arguing about dollars and how many games. And Okay, that I'm not shocked about. But they at least understood the severity of what's going on. The NBA put people in bubbles. The NHL put people in bubbles. The MLS put people in bubbles. I don't think you can bubble the NFL. No, you can't. But I can't believe that people running an 11 billion dollar company can't have more of a plan than that will be all right stick their head in the sand hope it all goes away all right well that sand is hot now patrick i i i'm i'm a back and forth between you and mike's opinion or yours and mike's mike and yours um that i do think that the nfl is just burying their head in the sand they are gonna plow through this get to opening week one it's just a matter of how many weeks are they going to get through before it S hits the fan, and it's like, dude, we can't do this. Vegas over-under, not Vegas. Harris over-under, <laughs> three and a half weeks. One of the most successful uh, gambling bookies in the world. Yep, right here, this guy. Better than Brandon Sprague, tell you that. I don't even gamble. I think most people are better than Brandon Sprague, <laughs> from what I hear on the text line. My God. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we got Fair or Foul, hosted by our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher, and here is him with sports. Is it fair? Oh my That's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Without further ado, Mr. Joseph Fisher, the third. Yo! 
Got a couple fair fouls here. Get my paper. All right. All right, Jim Rum. Um, Didn't you call him that last week? Yep. Does, it, does he do that? He crumbles his papers up on the air. Ah. Uh, who they, did, he's famous for was that. Was that uh, Letterman that used to do? Oh, no, he did the pencil throw. Isn't that yep. what he did? I right, so. right. Uh, I'm thinking of the dude on uh, Around the Horn, Tony Reale. He throws the paper balls. Yes. Anyways, I'll stop talking about that stuff and on to fair foul. And uh, pitchers, we have we officially hit this mark, fellas? Fair or foul? Officially zero pitchers with an ERA under one. Zero pitchers with an ERA under one. Yes. Are we talking about qualified here, like multiple <clears throat> starts or yes. just general? Qualified, yeah. Beebs gave up four the other day. And you're talking about starters or all pitchers? Correct, starters, yeah. Okay. Beebs gave up four the other day, and that was his third start of the year. Fourth start of the year, fourth start of the year, but he'd only given up one before that. So five, I don't know. I can't do that. I don't really I don't know, know how why the I'm math works with all that, to be honest with you. I don't know why I'm, I'm pretending gonna to say know. foul. I'm going to say there's still one hanging around at like 098 or something like that. Maybe it's Jacob DeGrom. Under one? Well, I, I think be- DeGrom gave up a couple runs the other day. It's somebody. I believe that there are a few elites under uh, two. Like I Dylan don't, Bundy. I don't think there's anybody under one. It is foul. We have two pitchers with an under one ERA. If you say Shane Bieber, I'm going to crawl through this glass and kill you. Number one, Randy Dobnak. Ooh, on the Twins. With uh, a .9 ERA through four starts. The only guy on the Twins actually pitching decently. He's the Uber driver. Um, Oh, he is the Uber driver. That is right. (laughs) 11 strikeouts and four starts. (laughs) Hey, pitches to contact. I was looking at- How many walks? Uh, five. Oh, um, okay, not bad. Um, I also saw that there was like four pitchers that have started four games that have ten strikeouts or less so far, which oh, Ooh. <laughs> efficient. Wow. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, and the a lot of ground balls. And the second pitcher, Trevor Bauer. Oh, look at that! Point, really? Point nine three ERA through three starts. All right, Trev Bows. And uh, just uh, for S and Gigs, uh, third on the list, John Lester. 1.2 uh, or something? 1.06 with three starts. Oh, just missed it. Good old Lester. I think he pitched today or yesterday, too. One could argue that the Cubbies are the best team in the National League. <clears throat> I won't make that argument, but they're playing very well. Well, that leads me to the <laughs> next uh, question here. The Kyle Hendricks is two, pitching really well. The two other division leaders in the National League, the Marlins, Marlins. And, the, the Marlins and the Rockies, both atrocities last year. Uh, again, leading, one still an atrocity. Leading their well, Patrick. One Patrick. is seven and four. The Marlins. Patrick. Rockies are twelve and six. Okay. So fair or foul? The Marlins or the Rockies? I almost want to say and because there's like fourteen teams that can make the playoffs this year. But <laughs> sixteen. The Marlins or the Rockies will make the playoffs this year. I'm gonna say foul. Uh, I mean, I. You think both teams aren't gonna make the playoffs? Yep. Uh, the Marlins, I mean, I, I, I'm I joking with you. I think the Marlins are going to fall off the face of the earth. like, as you're backtracking, as I just said, they sucked, and you're like, Patrick. 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 No, I mean, I'm... So my boss talks to me sometimes. She's like, Patrick! I'm playing up a bit here. I mean, it's... She doesn't listen, so it's okay. The Marlins are fun. <laughs> you're fired. Patrick! The Marlins are fun. 
And by boss, do you mean your girlfriend? No, oh, no, okay. I mean my boss. <laughs> my girlfriend's um, not my boss. We're in a communicative, <laughs> symbiotic relationship where both voices are heard equally. I think Michael, I, I, th- I think I just saw a text message come through on your phone. Patrick. I don't. I don't think the Marlins are good. I mean, they, they're they're having a fun little run here. It's a good story. Well, they did play the Orioles. So. Yeah, the uh, the Playing Rockies. the Blue Jays right now. <laughs> I'm also gonna throw this out there. I don't think the Rockies are that good. They can hit, but their pitching still kind of sucks. And last year that came back to bite them. Now last year came back to bite them in July. They were doing okay up until that point, and then they fall off the face of the earth. I think they might because it's a 60 game season. Get lucky and stay hot. I just don't think they're that good. I really don't. They can hit, but the Rockies have always been able to hit. They can't pitch, so I'm going to say foul. Uh, I think the answer is fair, Bob, um, and I think it's because <clears throat> if I look at the standings here in the National League, let's see. You're going to get eight teams in the playoffs, correct? You're going to get Atlanta. You're going to get two from each division and two wildcards. You're going to get Atlanta, and I think the Phillies will pull it together, so I will say the Phillies the Cubs, the Dodgers. I only have four that I firmly believe in, which opens the door for San Diego. Who is good? Uh, the Nationals, maybe. Okay. Cincinnati, maybe. Okay. A little sleeper team we picked earlier this year. And I'm going to go with Colorado. I think Colorado makes it. I think the Marlins are absolute trash. I think, sure, they're having some fun right now. They had a bunch of days off, so they're feeling fresh, if you know what I mean. And... Uh, I think uh, yes, I, 18 of them with COVID feeling I, fresh. <laughs> I think I think this season is so weird that you can do you can be one dimensional and sneak into the playoffs. And then when it comes to playoffs, man, anything can happen. Like if Cleveland sneaks into the playoffs, nobody wants to play them because the pitching is too good. And if you're the Rockies where you can just mash or if you're the Padres who are kind of mashing right now, like nobody wants to play you because you still could be good with a little bit of luck. I don't know. I think the Rockies will make the playoffs. It's a good question because of the expanded playoffs, but God, their pitching is bad. Uh, Rockies? Not that bad, man. Marquez and Freeland are pitching well right now. Marquez is good. Freeland, I'm not so sure about. But it, the, all you got to do is be good for two months. True. You know, Bartolo would fall off at late June, early July, and then was out of the league. Now he's like pitching game two of the World Series. Bartolo? <laughs> Sorry, friend of the show, Bartolo. With <laughs> Rodney getting the clothes. Yeah, you know it, man. Wait, where did he go? Houston. Houston. They're oh. not going to the playoffs, so don't worry about them. Gross. Um, by the way, Rockies. The sec- West is bad enough. They might go to the playoffs. Second best run differential in the National League and second most uh, runs scored in the National League. Who's this? The Rockies. Yeah, I love it. more than them? Uh, Atlanta. Yes, thank you. Mm. Atlanta's given up more runs. And then though. the Dodgers have a better run differential. So. See. Speaking of run differential, um, oh, I should probably close this tab out. Fair. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I did. didn't really look at it. It's all good. Um, the Mariners, fair foul. Do oh, they, I was in the National League. Do so they have didn't. the worst run differential in MLB? Is it that bad even in 2020 for the Mariners? Hmm. Uh, that's a foul because I think it's the Diamondbacks. Because the Diamondbacks for the first two or three weeks of the season could barely score a run. And uh, their pitching staff is hot garbage. Now, they're scoring again recently, so maybe it's it's been uh, skewed back the other way. But I want to say the Diamondbacks have the worst run differential in baseball. You know. They're in his bullpen. is a joke. Ooh, Pete Alonso hit a dinger today. I like him. Um, Polar bear. You know, I. uh, 
I feel like I, I mean, I haven't really watched any Mariners, but I feel like I still see the score and it like resonates in my brain. I don't, I feel like they're not getting completely blown out every game. Yeah, they're losing like nine to six because their bullpen blows. It yeah, up. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say foul as well. I don't think they have the worst. Yeah. Now, who has the worst? Boy, I don't know. Mets. Could the Mets have the worst? They're Maybe. down there. Um, not the Mets. Not the Diamondbacks. It's the Mariners. Oh, it's fair. Really? Uh, Mariners with uh, now this is ESPN standings. I'm looking at right now. I don't know how up to date if they have today's scores and everything in them, but well, the my, M's are still playing. Minus so. 32. Joe is correct. The Pirates at a minus 30, and the Mariners uh, have given up the most runs in the American League, second most in the majors. Yeah, their bullpen's really bad. Um, are the Diamondbacks anywhere close? Like, am I, was I completely off? Um, on kind of. The Giants are next at 29. Yeah, so Mariners, minus. Pirates, Giants, Diamondbacks. Okay. So they're fourth to last. I guess the Diamondbacks' 13 runs today helped. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and our last one, Patrick's favorite player in the world, Bryce Harper. Hello. Fair or foul, top 10 in average on-base percentage in OPS. Oh, man. Ooh. I feel like a troll job right now coming. This is the old Andy Dirt Johnson conundrum. Also, okay. Is he trolling me or is he proving my point? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Remember I said two segments ago, Bryce Harper's hitting pretty well this year. They've played less games, Mm -hmm. so his average might be higher because of that. I also know he got off to a slow start. His OPS, I'm sure, is top 10. His OBP, I'm sure, is top 10. Just don't know about the average. You think his OBP is top 10? Yes. He walks a lot. But is the average high enough? I'm going to say yes because he played less games. Fair. Now that's science. I think I have to stand my ground here. I think I have to say foul. I think I have to say that he is overrated and not worth the dollars. All right. OPS, second in the majors. Uh Uh-oh. On base percentage, second in the majors. Average? Ninth in the majors. Top 10 in all three categories. I'm sorry, but I saw it and had to add a fourth on there. And uh, like I said, favorite player, Patrick, so I thought you'd be happy. Congratulations, Philadelphia. Um, Sorry. Patrick goes, you think his on base percentage is that high? Second in the majors. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that guy guy doesn't have plate discipline. What? He walks all the time. I know. I'm just assuming because I think he's a D that he's like, Uh, Ds don't have patience. I deal with them all the time at work. (laughs) Double digit walks for him. 10. Not the people Uh, I work with, the people that. I just saw this too. Mike Yastrzemski. People I work with are great. Mike Yastrzemski, 17 walks already this season. Yeah, he's not so bad. He's turning into a pretty decent little player there. Yeah, I've seen him get some triples. Yeah. he's, He's pretty good. Pretty good. Keep an eye on your future kid. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. It's the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Well, Mike's going to lose his bet. That's what you get for betting on baseball, Mike. That's a cardinal sin. You don't do it. I really want to because I've grown to enjoy sports betting in small doses. So did Pete. 
I don't really put any money on anything because I don't have that much money to put on things. That's why I don't. That's why I don't gamble. Yeah, I mean, I'm. My I'm like I'm are, broke. My best can't are, give my money away for free. I drink too much. Three and four dollars. Um, maybe yeah. five if I'm feeling a little bit lucky. You ever seen those numbers about buying a five dollar coffee every day? Just saying. How about this? If this makes you feel better, mm. I put twenty five dollars into the account when Oregon Lottery scoreboard dropped. I have not put any more money in. Okay, I'm up to eighty five bucks. You gonna pull that out? No, I'm using it. That's what she said. <laughs> it's just that's my game. I'll be back. So I. I have not put more than $25 into sports gambling you since know, it started. I have uh, yet to dabble into the Oregon Lottery scoreboard app chest as bump. Mike bangs his chest like a gorilla. Because um, I learned my lesson last year with uh, gambling, and uh, I dabbled into gambling in baseball, and I lost uh, some money on that, and it soured my taste on sports gambling. Baseball's so. really tough. It's written in every locker room, don't Dude, gamble on get, baseball. It was getting pretty sad. It was like, oh. Cubs have a lead in the top of the seventh. Maybe I can uh, bet on them to cover this two run. A little uh, live betting. Yeah, exactly. And it just got out of hand within a week. And I'm like, all right. Let's, I don't uh, like the live betting. Let's nix this. I feel like there's a way to do that where you make a good amount of money because there's oftentimes the odds will be pretty steep at the end of the game. And if you get lucky and you could like, I did that once at the end of a game last year. I can't remember what, what it was, but it was like, oh, this team's down by four and there's three minutes to go, but if you have them to win, it's like plus 2,000. And I was like, oh, I'll put a couple bucks on that. You know what I mean? And they lost by like 30 or <laughs> not 30, <laughs> but like 10. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's why this is a, such, a, such a steep odds. I just bet at the beginning. I don't do the live betting. I will share with you maybe not next week, the week after, but I've had a buddy hit two different baseball parlays, big Parlays. Oh, like multiple games? Like- 10 game and 12 games, I want to say, wow. each. Wow. And uh, pretty big. I mean, he's a, he is a degenerate, just straight up. I mean, the stuff he's told me that he's bet on and what games and leagues and hockey, you know, like. Anything to get a little action on. Mid-major right? conference basketball tournaments, things like that. Like, he is just, it's ridiculous. But he tells me, bet starting pitchers. If you're going to do any sort of betting, just look at the starting pitcher matchup and Roll with that, and that's how he's. Uh, that's that's, uh, that's how he's been successful. That's what I've been telling Patrick uh, today. I was showing him. You seemed interested, despite the fact the that it was betting talk. Uh, so I, I, I've been reading through the Action Network, which is a great resource. We uh, had Colin Wilson on all college football season last year, which I guess we probably won't be having him on this year on primetime. But uh, uh, Action Network's really good. They give you their picks and their reasoning behind it. And um, I was looking at this in the off season. I was actually talking to Bar Two who obviously did his whole uh, college football matrix thing for many years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where he would have his algorithm predict the entire season before the season started. And he would go like 70% correct in almost all the games. Um, and I was just talking, I was like, Hey, like, I kind of want to figure out a system to bet baseball. This is before COVID. And I was like, I, I just, baseball is my favorite sport. I want to be able to figure out a good way to do it so that I pay even more attention than I normally do. Right? Like, would I be watching this game right now? No. The Padres Dodgers game. I put some money on it. I'm more interested in it because of it. I don't know, man. Fernando Tatis Jr. is at the plate. No, I know. But you, you know what I mean. It's just generally like I put money on a random like Diamondbacks game, and it was like, ooh, let me pay attention to that Diamondbacks game. Um, I One thing that Action Network talks about a lot and something that I was trying to figure out on my own before I started using Action Network was FIP and XFIP, which is Fielder Independent Pitching. It is an advanced stat, and it is an alternative thing to ERA. Uh, and it's it's supposed to show a better indication of how the starting pitcher or any pitcher is doing compared to the ERA numbers. 
it, it involves ballpark factors. It involves it involves a lot of other things um, to to simplify how the pitcher is doing without like taking into account how the fielding is doing. Hence, fielder independent pitching. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fangraphs, great site, now home of roster resource, has a has a section every day that shows uh, ERA to xFIP, and it shows you the the difference for all the probable starters. And you can be like, oh, this guy's got a really low ERA and a really high XFIP. That means he's been really lucky and it's going to correct. Or you can do vice versa, right? And I've been trying to use that as a way to gauge on like, oh, this team's an underdog, but this guy's been really unlucky so far. Maybe they'll get a win. And it's been a really interesting start. Not perfect yet. I'm trying to kind of fine tune all the things I'm using to, to pick games. But interesting. Interesting stat. XFIP. Analytics, man. <clears throat> That stuff's so crazy. Handling hopefully, hopefully next week we can dive into OPS, which at this point is like a dinosaur of analytics, right? Yeah. Like they created OPS and we were like, this is going to change the game. And it did because now there's 35 things that do it better. And you're exactly. like, oh, okay, 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 okay. At least OPS has replaced average. Did Tatis just go into a double play? And then Tatis? Hit yeah. Hit it, hit it straight back to the pitcher and he turned the double play. Well, who was that who just got the double? Is that uh, Grisham? Yes. Mm. Good for my fantasy team. Yep. Was All right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week. Hopefully talk some OPS, and hopefully there's no COVID news I'm next out week. next week, don't forget. Michael is out next week. It's going to be a me and fish kind of show. We'll have a good time, so we'll make that work. I am terrific at solo shows, so we'll be we'll be good. We'll be good. I got you, man. Don't all worry. Right, all right. All right. There's I'll, my guy. I'll there. actually watch some baseball this week. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come prepared. Don't you all worry right. about all it. All right. Let's do it. If anything, we'll just talk Cleveland-Baltimore all week. Sounds <laughs> good with me. We got it. We got it. Hey, if the Orioles are in the playoff hunt, Allie's getting the call, baby. <laughs> all right. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fish behind the glass, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. Like not go out when they tell you to not go out. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.